I think out of all the holiday specials, I think Halloween might be my favorite variety. Why is that? Okay, this is this is weird. No one ever really thinks about this, but I like Halloween music the best. <laughs> like the Monster Bash. Well, there's that, but also this like the kind of like spooky alien like I don't know if it's not a theremin, but like you know and like mm. and like thunder and like I like the, I like the Halloween sounds uh the best I think there's something that feels very thrilling about them it, it, Christmas is uh uh just doesn't hit the same mm. well I guess you know it, now that you mention it I don't really mm-hmm. like any of the holiday sounds at all so I'll I'll, I'll give it you, to you don't like a Dracula laugh so I'll give it to Halloween. A uh, Dracula laugh is all right. Um, a bunch of, of booze and uh, ghoul yeah, voices are okay. No, mm-hmm. actually, I changed my mind. Uh, I give it to Fourth of July. I like fireworks sound. Yeah, but that's literally all Fourth of July has going for it. Yeah, and also the there's no, best. there's no. It's just well, about I, eating I'm a not... hot dog on a boardwalk, drinking a beer well, with I'm your not... pals. That's there's the very, sound of a firework. Well, there's very little representation in media for Fourth of July specials. That's true. And there should I will be. say Fourth of July Fourth of July does well, I will say maybe it has the most representation uh for itself, uh in in movies. So I think it, it's Christmas movies, then Halloween movies, and then Fourth of July movies next. Mm. Followed by uh Father's Day movies. Hmm. Actually, you know what? I gotta really think about this <laughs> because I don't. Yeah, I don't know if there's any Mother's Day movies. There's probably at least a few. There's gotta uh, be Mother's a bunch on like Hallmark or something. Yeah, dang, that's a whole untapped market. They. W- what if Mother's Day movies really just blew <laughs> blew everyone out of the water? Yeah, but like, what is a Mother's Day movie? It's like we have to make a brunch in forty minutes. Mm-hmm. And we're out of milk, and it's just an adventure to go to the grocery store? I think it's something like maybe your mom gets sick, or she gets turned into, a, like, a teenager. Like like a 13 you know, going on 30. Yeah, but you have to learn, like, now Now the daughter is the mom, and now the, you know, um, and the mom gets to, like, party it up and, like, have a blast, and the mom's like, you know, so the daughter's like, uh, you're not being responsible, and the mom's like, "I just want to, I want to have a good time." Okay, okay, okay. I really like, I really like where this is going. So, uh, maybe <laughs> it's a mom and a dad, or sorry, a mom and a daughter who can't get along. Uh-huh. They can't get along, and then the they both wish that they could understand <laughs> the other one's perspective, and so they go to see a therapist like a family therapist or a counselor and it turns mm-hmm. out that they're a mad scientist played play by oh, I was supposed to say, uh helen mirren all right let's go helen mirren so helen mirren straps them into this <laughs> experimental surgery machine and it won't hurt a bit love their body it'll only hurt a pinch i don't i don't really know a lot about who helen mirren is so I was, i'm just gonna let you handle oh. that part but um oh no she switches their okay. bodies. Jennifer Aniston. I mean, I'm still going to let you handle it. Okay, you <laughs> let me handle the casting. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm getting caught up. It's okay. <laughs> um, and so then the mom has to go to school again. And the daughter has to be a mom to a teenager. Okay, let me ask you this. Hmm? So are they body swapped? Or is it like... Okay, a few options. Yeah, uh, the one body swapped with each other. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, is the the mom just younger? The teenage daughter is the same age, or is now the teenage daughter old and the mom is young? I, like they both they both had different ages, respectively. I think that they're body swapped. That's the easiest and most common. Yeah, it's the easiest. It's the most common, and it gets like. <laughs> You get a direct view into the life of the yeah. other person. So, like, she so, knows what it's like to go to the mom's work and, like, deal yeah, with do, those jerks. Do you want to play out one? 
Yeah, give me you want talk about the mom's life real quick, and I'll talk about the daughter's life. Okay, we'll, so we'll, we'll start out with the fun version, and then we'll do we'll do the oh no, I've learned my lesson next. The fun version. There is no fun to be had. Well, you know, in this film, this is no not, initially. This is no, not a initi- fun time. <laughs> no, no, initially it's you like learn what it's uh, like to yeah. be a mom and a kid in today's fast paced society. The, the the mom was like, oh, yeah, I love TikTok. I don't have to deal with, with Tom from the office. Oh, I see. Uh, I can just eat pizza. This is great. Okay, I also see that um, in my mind, I was doing the mom's life as in, like, the before times. Um, oh, oh, no, the before times. It's freaking Tom from the office. He's like, hey, hey, uh, Janet, you, I really need those reports. And she's like, ah, I got to pick up my daughter from the soccer game. He's like, I don't care about kids. I'm a career guy. And you should be, too. Don't you want to go up, up, up at this company? No, I just want to have it all. Kids (laughs) and work. (laughs) Well, that's not something I can relate to because I do have it all. Dang. The movie should be about Tom and how he got it all. No, fuck Tom. (laughs) I hate that guy. Yeah, it, 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 he he looks out the window. He begins to monologue, but then we just we just cut away from him. <laughs> huh? This is how I got it all, like, like from the mean streets of Baltimore. Growing up, we didn't have a lot, but through hard work and also uh, finding out I had a rich uncle and I inherited all yeah. as well, I was a able generous loan to have a career and. I don't value a family, so I yeah. have it all. Yeah, that'd be funny. Tom has like uh, some sort of like crisis, and he like tries to like talk to the the mom, but is now you know who is now the daughter, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Uh, Tom's such a weird guy. I don't like him." But she doesn't know <laughs> about she, Tom's like, rich in her life. You know, that's fine. The movie's called Mother's Day: Colon. Tom colon crisis core now and um, no I take Tom Tom out of there (laughs) take Tom out of there Tom is the worst Mm. (laughs) all right we can take Tom out but I still want crisis core in the title of course they're they're having a crisis within themselves yeah so it takes place in the world of Final Fantasy 7 oh Jesus (laughs) All right, welcome to It takes place in the Halloween... (laughs) Kingdom Hearts Halloween Town. Oh, my God. Boogie Oogie is there. (laughs) Is that the name of the guy I only know about? um, It was like Oogie Boogie. Christmas through Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) Controversial. I never saw the movie. Oh, boy. I was going to let you do the intro, but now... Uh, I'm... Welcome to Time Skip, the uh, nerd culture podcast brought to you by Spencer's Gifts. I'm Kingsley Nodem, joined as always by my co-host Corey Reed. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing good, man. I'm just, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm shocked by this revelation that you've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, I just like don't care to. When you were a kid, you never. You just like you saw. You're like, nah, I don't like claymation. No, I like claymation. I just you ever know, seen a I didn't vibe with a hot topic in the hot topic community in the way required <laughs> to watch uh, a nightmare before Christmas. Kingsley time skip stands with the goths. We know this. I know it's true. I mean, sure, we we stand with the goths, especially cyber goths. <laughs> but like, it's like you know. You know how there's like those movies out there where like everybody's like, "Oh, you haven't seen mm-hmm. Titanic? Like you gotta see it." And then you're like, "Never get around to it." Yeah, but I feel like this one's different than Titanic. I did never want to see Titanic because, uh, well, because you you know what's gonna happen. I don't like an impending doom. Mm. Uh, I mean, I did end up seeing Earth. It. <laughs> <laughs> so Kingsley, yeah. Today we got a fun one. Yeah, why don't you uh, lay it on me, dude? I'm trying to have fun. I'm gonna lay it on you. So, 
as 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 you know, we're all we're all stuck in our houses, uh, consuming media, reading, watching TV, listening to things, mm-hmm. and since we've been doing this so much, I've had too much time to kind of sit and analyze and uh, critique uh, various art forms. And today we're going to decide which one is the most evil out of all of them. I'm so glad that you said that. I cannot wait. Because <laughs> this, this was a, the, the, I guess the inception was uh, I was, you know, working on uh, the Quest for Kingsley miniseries. Now and, available uh, on Stars. <laughs> Are we on Stars? Um, exclusively, which is why no one's seen it. <laughs> we signed a deal with. Uh, Kings, I was hoping we we could get on Encore, <laughs> or maybe IFC. I feel like Encore and IFC will outlast like everything else. Outlast the heat death of the universe. Yeah, like aliens are getting old stars broadcast like right now in space. Listen, I used to love stars. Stars was the uh, the hot boy. They had Spartacus. Well, and reruns of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> That's some. Um... The fact that you know that is some real 1% nonsense over there. You're the 1% no, of people it's... who have cable, who have Encore okay. stars. <laughs> that was the package we had. It was humble, but that's what we had. So anyway, <laughs> I was working on the quest for Kingsley, and uh, I was coming up with your character motivation mm-hmm. and you know, as to why you had disappeared, and I was like, you know, it struck me. I'm like, perhaps Kingsley realized that podcasting was inherently evil, so he didn't want to do it anymore. And I was, uh, I, I kind of, I kind of got the gears turning about all the 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 uh, evils and inconveniences of of art. Hmm. Um. So, well, podcasting might be a good place to start. Actually, wait. Oh, that's a juicy one. Do we want to start with podcasting first? Well, it's really easy to segue into. We were already talking about it. Well, that makes a lot of sense, Kingsley. <laughs> let's freaking go then. All right. So uh, let's see. I guess we can that, talk. That about... is filed under digital media, by the way. Mm. Actually, digital media. Yeah, the classifications of art. Should we go through those? Yeah, let's go through the classifications first, and then we can do what? Like, uh, I guess we'll just go one by one. So, Kingsley, uh, we have a few categories here. You want to want to list them out? Yeah. All right. So first category, we're going to talk about um, digital media. Um, Second one, film photography. Three, music. Four, fine arts, you know, paintings, etc. Stuff you see in a museum. Five, theater and live performances. Uh, Six, literature. And seven, Honorable mentions, aka wild cards. Sweet. So we're gonna break this down even further. So we're, we're gonna get kind of like clinical with it. Each thing we talk about will have a uh, a pain index or a pain factor versus a happiness factor, and they all have mathematical scores. So so both of these will be on a scale from zero to five, meaning uh, zero is not that intense, and five, uh, I guess, more intense or like. Something makes you really happy, or you feel nothing about it, or something causes a lot of pain, or uh, it's kind of like you're kind of lukewarm on it. Uh, we'll then subtract, yeah, we'll, we'll then subtract the scores to create their ultimate score. All right, sounds good. Let's talk about digital media. Digital media. So, so with that one, I think it includes. <laughs> Like vlogging, mm. definitely podcasting. Yeah, YouTube videos and YouTubers. Snapchat. Snapchats, I guess. Yeah, Snapchats are our art. Yeah. TikToks. <laughs> TikToks. The gang's all here. The gang's all here, but I think for the purposes of this, we're going to just highlight one out of them. We're just going to look primarily at podcasting. Oh, that's easier. Our own dang medium. Hmm. Let's go through the through the things that are the pros and cons of it. So number one, all right, con of the digital media 
through the lens of podcasting. Anyone can do it. I'm allowed to do it. I think that's terrible. <laughs> um, it's a very democratized. Don't like it. Very bad. A lot of bad stuff. Really bums me out. Five on the pain yeah. scale. Five on the pain scale. What about, what do you think? First off, I just want to say, I love you, man. I appreciate it. I love, it. <laughs> just, I love you. This is, you're, you're... love you too, dude. <laughs> I want to give you a hug. Uh, no, I think you're right. I think there is something, you know, obviously there's something beautiful about democratized media and like the fact that like, uh, you don't have to go to like a four-year institution and spend like 80 to a hundred thousand dollars to learn a thing that like people will gladly teach you out of the goodness of their own hearts mm-hmm. uh there's less gatekeeping but yeah like you said there there are just like a lot of there's a lot of digital filth digital trash island out there digital monsters uh, <laughs> digital monsters are real monsters out there um also i do think i had another m- metric that is like only it's specific to a few this is the grift meter. Mm, how easily you can be grifted by it? I didn't, didn't necessarily think about the specifics <laughs> of it. All I know is it's high with podcasting because we're currently in this like big old podcast bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, there's everyone's got one, but but also it's kind of like um, everyone's in a rush to get like a like a Patreon mm-hmm. and to like to monetize really quickly. Um, uh, and uh, I, tread, I, I tread lightly here, man. You do have a podcast. Well, it could happen to you. I'm not in a necessarily. I I I'm a purist. I'm in it for the love of the game, Playboy. Mm. I, I think some people get into it just because they're like, it's like Bitcoin to them. They're like, oh, I I gotta get I gotta get mine before it disappears. I gotta like, I gotta get my pot off. Yeah. I gotta get my Patreon bucks before no one's doing that no more. I mean, that, and, uh, that's definitely fair. I, oh, I guess I'll give my my pain meter. I would give podcasting, I I give it a three, uh, because like making them is harder than listening to them. Uh, <laughs> like it's it's it's, ex- it's extremely hard to make. Uh, and it's like deceptively hard, and uh, anyway, I give it a three. What about the joy? Or happiness factor. What do you give it? Mm. Well, let's see. This one's a little tricky because I am both mm. um, part of the creation process and the consumption process. And yeah, as far as creation is concerned, uh, I give it a zero on the on the pleasure <laughs> scale. Uh, you gotta listen to your own voice. That's a bummer. Um, you always bum your friend Corey out when you describe yeah, it. Yeah, dude. But on uh it's really difficult to schedule for this one specifically. Um, yeah, we've we've really done a number on ourselves. Yeah, this is a this is a nightmare from a schedule perspective. Um but from a consumer standpoint, it's mm-hmm. pretty tight. You know, there's a lot of good ones. They're informative and funny. They're generally free. Um, they can really take a lot of the punch out of a commute or a chore. Uh, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to give it a 2.5. Sweet. On the pleasure scale. I kind of loaded in all my, my creation grief in the, the pain, which you gave a five, which is amazing. (laughs) Uh, considering, like, people have been killed over books. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big podcast head, so I'm mm. gonna give, I'm gonna give it a four. Nice. Next one, we'll talk about, uh, theater and perf- live performances, like stand-up and improv. G- go off, King. All right. So, on, on the pain spectrum, um... When when you go to a live performance, and it's good, buddy, you have a good time. It's a rip roar. Oh, boy, howdy! Yeah, you're like, I love this. But listen to me. This is the worst possible art form to be viewing no. a bad one. <laughs> Let me tell you, my guy. This is. <laughs> 
Ima- All right. So imagine you're watching a movie and right. 35 minutes into the movie, you're like, this sucks. I want to stop watching this movie. <laughs> imagine if the actors could see you get yeah. bored during yeah. it. This freaking Tony the- Stark's like, oh, oh, you don't like you don't like when we quip. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to save the world for you. Yeah, I don't like it when you quip. I don't like when you talk to Doctor Strange or whatever. What about America's ass, Kingsley? It's me, Captain America. What do you think of my ass? I you're gonna leave this ass, and he starts clapping his cheeks at you. I don't think of it. I don't think of it, Steve. But you made Groot cry. <laughs> I don't. I don't make Groot cry when I turn off. Marvel's latest cinematic hit because mm-hmm. I'm not there in the room with him. So yeah. this is the this is such a painful thing for me. <laughs> and also on the other side, could you imagine mm-hmm. being Tony Stark and realizing oh, that that scene is thing. not very good? I I was gonna get into this when my when my turn. I have been Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I'm an improviser. Mm-hmm. I've uh, ooh, <laughs> Kingsley. I I've done a scene where everyone was Roombas. We were talking Roombas. That sounds terrible, and I'm glad I it wasn't was, there for it. It was cold and rainy, and like there were like <laughs> like eight people in the audience, maybe. Oof. Boy, howdy, was it. An exercise in brutality. Yeah, dude. That that sounds like a situation where no one could possibly enjoy it. I think it violated the Geneva Convention. It should. It should be a violation. It should be something that we send war criminals to do. <laughs> they just have to do, like, short-form improv <laughs> with each other. Oh, this was long-form. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'll send roses to your family. Please. Could you imagine being on a date and then halfway through the date, it turns <laughs> into a bad improv show? Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, we're having. We're, yeah. You and your I, best gal think, at the Olive Garden eating all the breadsticks. The, the shrimp. The shrimp is flowing. They, they, they perfectly sauced everything. The noodles ain't dry, Kingsley. We're having a good not. time. And then we're, we're, you go to the driest noodle environment possible, <laughs> where you try to be funny and nobody mm-hmm. laughs, and you just have to continue doing it. You just have to freaking power through it. Go home. I, I do think I've turned a corner, though, uh, in learning that the true nature of it. I, 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 you know when Vegeta's on that planet that's about to explode or that asteroid or whatever, and then he turns Super Saiyan because he like realizes whatever truth he needs to. Been there, man. <laughs> that's what. Hey, hey, brother. <laughs> fucking been there. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about improv now. I I had it all wrong, and then I had that moment, and then I just like a little bit, you know, had some further contemplation, and I learned that improv, probably with all co- and also other comedy. It's not about fun, but it is about survival. Mm. You know, is is tr- <laughs> I think I think once you activate that lizard brain, uh, then you understand, and then it becomes fun. Uh, wow! But if you if you go into it fun first, no, you're setting yourself up for disaster. Look at this survival first. Everyone, you're hearing it first. My friend has entered a new dark age. <laughs> this is uh. <laughs> This is going to be terrible, listening to his uh, dark, ambitious version of comedy. And this is what you get from live performance. Pain scale, five. (laughs) Dang, that's the most powerful five in the world. Uh, It it took all of my resources not to say six, but I don't want to jump off the chart. Hey, it's okay if the chart gets a little wonky. I'll I'll view this through uh through having lived through one of those painful performances, uh and and how how jarring and hurtful that was. I will also give it a, a five. Yeah, it's hard to recover from that sort of a thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, but conversely, I'm just gonna give it a clean, easy five for me on the joy scale. Mm. Uh, cause this is when it works. When it when it just when it hits, 
it's worth all the mediocre performances. It's just it's a better feeling than anything. And also just like I mean, I'm sure you've been to some shows just like uh like a like an amazing play or like a like a stand up. When it works, it's just unreal. So I'm gonna give it a five big dog on the joy scale. I am gonna give it a one on the joy scale. Whoa! Yes. Upset because we got a spoiler out here. You said that, um, you know, you're sure that I've been to a good play. I would mm-hmm. wager I have not. Really? Yeah. Never. I've. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never mm-hmm. sat down in a venue to watch a live performance, and with the exception of um, this, a stand-up comedy show mm-hmm. that I went to. Mm-hmm. From a comedian who will not be mentioned. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I might know who that is because I think I was also at that show. Was it in Greensboro? No. Oh, okay. But we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, I might also know. But um, I've never been sat in an auditorium watching a mm-hmm. bunch of people perform something and not looked at the program and gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. 30 more minutes of this? All right. <laughs> and then look back up at it. Hot dang. Rest in peace to the nutcracker. Kingsley gives it a one. Yeah. It's like getting your nuts cracked. One star. Let's take a break. <laughs> then we're back. All right. Coming up next down the pipeline is fine arts, paintings, sculptures, etc. Yeah. yeah, this one was kind of we we lumped it into the 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 term or the 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 kind of generic group of fine arts because uh you know we you know America doesn't really prioritize arts so uh when you're you know uh in elementary school anything that has uh, to do with sculpture, painting, uh, felt, chalk, glue, scissors. It's all just called art. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, forgive our limited understanding, our, li- our, our lack of nuance. Uh, but uh, Oh, I've never had a nuance take since the day I was born. You don't have to. That's true. You don't have to that's, go that's, back that's, <laughs> and disclaim none of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the disclaimer out. I don't care. No apologies. No surrender. Thundergun Express. Yeah, buddy. Um, okay, fine arts. So this one's an interesting one because mm. I feel like so the grift meter on this one, the present day grift meter, is extremely high. Extraordinarily. It's it's outrageous. Uh it it it's oh it's yeah, its current state, sorry, is a joke. Uh, <laughs> you heard here first, folks. <laughs> Paintings squashed. They're garbage now. <laughs> Painting canceled. It's so it, it this one is, I said is interesting because I think I mentioned this to you earlier. There's a historical context. Mm-hmm. There's a historical numbers. I feel like would be very different than the current numbers. Like, um, I I think historically the pain of the fine arts well it's probably maybe like more neutral maybe maybe like uh maybe like a two or a three historically Mm. i i think if you were working for like an artist like Mm -hmm. the guys who paint the sistine chapel like you have to paint and only one person gets the credit you know i think but it's such a like confined space, uh, like like globally, that like the pain meter on fine arts, uh, was probably a lot smaller than it is today. Mm-hmm. But the joy, I feel like historically, was off the charts. It was like the thing. Oh yeah, you know, you know, you go to church for the whole day Sunday. The only thing that's getting me through this sermon is that picture of three cherubs flying around a bush or whatever you got up there so yeah you're like you'd be looking for memes and easter eggs you're like 
Oh, wait, is that the Pope? Oh, man, is, is the Pope being St. Michael right now? Oh, that's so funny. Oh, is that the mayor of my town getting... Is he the devil? Yo, that's, that's crazy. That's great. Hey, you see this photo that uh, Christine painted of three rabbits? It's pretty tight. She's got the hair <laughs> I detail love the symbolism. I love that I, I know what a dog means in a painting. <laughs> I know that it means fidelity. I, I get it. <laughs> I, I also feel like the percentage of people historically who knew that a dog was fidelity <laughs> was probably pretty low. Or it's that even that... had access to paintings, probably. Yeah. Uh, That's true. But you probably you would definitely see them in church. It would make you feel some type of way. Be like, dang. But, where'd that guy get all the money for the leisure time and dies? Let me get yeah, some of like, that I, life. I wonder how many snails died so he could paint that robe. <laughs> They used to make the purple paint out of snails. Uh, what the current though? The current day. Mm -hmm. For me personally, not as hot. Yeah, not not as hot. People, people, uh, people paint. People, but no one's going crazy over paintings. I mean, people be painting, but like, <laughs> women be painting. Women be painting. <laughs> and then, you know, I be looking, I be enjoying, um. It's nice to see a You don't painting. be feeling nothing, though. You don't be feeling nothing when you look at the paintings? I see a dog in a painting, I'm like, does that represent fidelity? I don't know. Probably not. I, I, w I will say, when I went to uh, Italy, I did suffer from grandeur fatigue. <laughs> you want to uh, elaborate on that one for the listener? Things were just, there was just so much level 10 s rank everything is nice mm. that i i just became numb to it you know i'm like uh another duomo jeez yeah <laughs> another another feat of human innovation and you know okay great you know it was just like it was too much high class stimulus yeah to like really soak it in because we were we were going through like a lot of museums yeah, I guess, like, a museum in Italy probably does have the next-gen graphics of paintings. Yeah. So I would say on the paint scale, um, mm -hmm. I think, it, I mean, I think it's like a one. Well, okay, so one thing we didn't say was the grift meter. I mean, yes, I will let you, if you want to keep that number, keep it. Mm -hmm. But one thing we didn't mention or dive into too much was the grift meter with like uh guys like Banksy uh, and like uh my five year old drew this and now it's worth seven million dollars. So I have mixed feelings about the grift. I think on the one hand, Banksy's mm -hmm. kind of obnoxious. On the other hand, the five year old uh, uh my five year old drew this could draw this one, but this one's worth a million dollars or banana tape to a wall. I really oh, enjoy dude. banana tape to a wall. Dude, no. <laughs> I like banana tape to a wall. I like a white canvas that's in a museum for some reason with white paint on it. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have one point. Facts of life? One point. All right. Well, pain. Okay. Uh so I'm going to have to give it a a 3.5 for pain primarily because of the grift meter being very high mm. and it's fall from grace. Uh yeah. But, but I saw this one thing that was a pizza box <laughs> taped to a wall and it had a a uh a burnt like a kind of half lit cigarette on it. Nice. And it's just, it's so, there's a, there's a dishonesty <laughs> to it, mm -hmm. but it's uh, pretty annoying. Right. So I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. I respect that. It's like Dark Souls. Yeah. You know, I really enjoy Dark Souls. Oh, no. I was going to say the world started out good. And then by the time your character comes in, in it, Everyone is a zombie, and that's how I feel about the fine arts. 
It started out good, and now everyone's zombies. Agree to disagree. You know, I think that pizza box with a cigarette in it, like, is almost as good as, like, I'm going to try and get in a museum with, like, a sticky note that says this isn't art on it, and I'm going to fart on the sticky note in half-hour intervals, and it'll be a nice performance piece. Oh, uh, dude. people would really that, respect that's, that. That's a whole can't, yeah, the whole performance piece aspect. Ooh. Ooh, that 3.5 is looking like a, I'm not going to change it. All right. Um. Uh, all right. What about Joy? I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Cause, Surprising. Yeah. Because you know, I like to go to a museum, and it's like a place where you can go with like a friend or a date and have like a nice afternoon and look at some stuff and talk about it. Yeah. That's that's a good time. Yeah, okay, so. well, remove... Oh, well, maybe it's not fair to say remove. Remove Imagine, the art from its context and then talk about it. Well, I just meant, like, you could... When when you go to, like, a museum date, it's, like, part of it is, like, oh, it was nice weather. We we had a picnic. It's a good time. It's more about your interaction with the person. You're not really, like, taking in the art It's in and of itself. But it's like, an art uh, form that you can enjoy in the company of others in a way that you can't with, like, a play or a movie. You know what I mean? I'm giving it points for that. I'm giving it points for the ways that it can be enjoyed. That's fine. I think, yeah, that I think that's interesting, kind of the passivity mm -hmm. of it. I think, yeah, okay, that's fine. You said 3.5? Yeah. I do, okay, I do love art. But I'm gonna I'm gonna weight it heavily because of the state of the people who are making it, uh, that are who are the stinky grifters. <laughs> I'm gonna punish the stinky grifters, and but you know what? But I do like a nice painting. You know, maybe 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 the nice thing outweighs cigarette box. I'm gonna give it a three. All right. Literature. Y'all ever like see like pages bound together? That's literature to me, buddy. You know you got <laughs> like, do a, it over there, like a book or like a like a comic or like a collection of short stories. You know, like stuff that you would find in a bookstore. Let's see for the pain scale. And you know how like. In English class growing up, they make you read this boring book about, like... Slavery? <laughs> when when Kelsey gets to say the N-word in class? No. No. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah. Everyone just, like, looks at you. You know? Yeah. Swoosh sound effect. Um, But, you know... They make you read some boring book from about a guy who like throws parties because he likes a girl or whatever, and then that that sounds kind of fun. It's the Great Gatsby. Oh yeah, I was like, oh okay. <laughs> um, and you gotta like read it, and then you like gotta write a report about it or something. Mm -hmm. This is a waste of time, and I hate it. Um, so. I was about to say, what's your adult relationship with it like? With like literature? Um, you know, I mostly read nonfiction books. So mm -hmm. uh I like I like learning about stuff. But okay. like you know, we got movies, man. Like you don't gotta <laughs> you don't gotta write a novel. I've seen Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> who cares what really happened yeah i watched the brats movie that was fun you know the what movie the brats movie oh jeez what King, what it's a really we'll talk about it later i think we know episode about it it's really fun what the heck we'll what the heck later. we'll talk about yeah it okay fine um but <laughs> You know, I, new segment, Kingsley's Bombshells. <laughs> new segment alert. Kingsley's Bombshells. 
And could you imagine if Breaking Bad was like, you had to like, imagine it. Ain't no music in the background, nothing. It's I like how, I like how for this you're just like, TV's better than books. <laughs> One star! So. Dang, that's super funny. Uh, uh, for, for me, on a pain scale, I'm gonna give mm-hmm. literature a one okay that's good yeah yeah i think in terms of like how much pain it causes people probably uh a one currently i will say historical literature Mm -hmm. uh, is off the charts the bible (laughs) shout outs to the bible shout outs to the bible very controversial tome Mm. a lot of stuff has happened because of it you throw the Quran and the Torah in the mix. Yeah. You got yourself. Throw pretty much pretty much the invention of, of movable type. Yeah. And sim- symbolism uh, as as a thing has really uh, changed our our uh, evolution uh, evolutionary course. Yeah. I guess I was being But now, but TV's cool. Yeah. I guess I was being selfish in my pain meter of putting it at a 1 cuz I didn't like English homework. So, you know, when you when you include well, yeah. like propaganda and stuff, mm-hmm. I guess I gotta give it like a four. Ooh, so do you wanna do you wanna change it? Do you wanna average? What are you thinking? Um, because yeah, we're talking about propaganda. Mm. Oof, you gotta. We're talking the whole of everything, Playboy. That's rough. Also, Playboy magazine is in your thing now that I mention <laughs> it. I'm gonna give it a four. Four for pain. Four for pain. I I think I agree. I think it's a four. And I think another thing is just being writers, right? Writing something, the process. Oh, it sucks. I hate it. It's caused me so much grief. Yeah, it's, it's caused me such a tremendous amounts of grief in my life. So I'm gonna give it a four as well. That being said, I'm gonna give it a five on the pleasure scale on the joy meter. Oh, look at you. Member of your local library. Let me see that yellow card, son. It's like kind of like the comedy thing. When it works out, it's amazing. Also, uh, freaking comic books in 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 uh, manga, you know, uh, regular novels, mm-hmm. just so good. It's good stuff out there. I lied yeah. earlier when I said I never read a book. If I said that, I often say it. Um, you read the you read the Brat script. <laughs> <laughs> the Brad Screw point. Sometimes I do read a book and I enjoy it, but don't tell anybody because I want them to know that I'm cool. I only read a book when I'm wearing sunglasses, so I think it evens out. <laughs> it does make it difficult to read. <laughs> I believe this. I think this is true. Well, I'm glad because I usually tell you the truth man <laughs> uh so what do you give it what do you think it's 3.5 3.5 okay you. oh i give it a five oh, okay Big old five right okay so next one we got um film and photography stuff you do um, with a camera <laughs> yes uh oof. okay this one's this one it's close to home um, film sucks, dude. You think? F- film is horrible. This includes film- television as well, which, as I mentioned previously, I enjoy. It's a cursed medium. Mm. I'm primarily looking at this from a, I guess, a process sort of, like a kind of behind the curtains sort of way mm-hmm. uh, of viewing things. Okay, being on set is fun, but just like... It's an it's it's inherently difficult. Like it's a freaking twelve hour days. Uh, there's a lot of egos around. Um, it's like it's inexplicably linked to this notion of like fame and stardom in a weird way. Necessarily, it's not inherent, but like for most people, it is. So when you say you like do movies or junk, there's like this like fame, celebrity, numbers, clout notion mm-hmm. that's kind of messy. Like a lot of the jobs in it are weird and bureaucratic and don't need to exist and just cause suffering. Freaking award shows are grift. The grift meter is super high on those. Oh. 
don't even get me started. Outside, like the Oscars is just like, uh, it's basically like our political elections. It's just like, uh oh, hot take alert. Yeah, baby, yeah. No, it's like, you know, there's, it's laden with like politics. But I also think in the, in the same way that literature is like kind of molds us and shapes us. Mm -hmm. uh, I think film does as well uh, in the sense that like the whole representation of things, mm -hmm. like you only see like one type of person doing all the things. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, there's no way a black woman could ride a horse. I've never seen it happen. <laughs> you know, mm. I've never seen an an Asian cowboy like like it like for well for now truth, that you mention it I have seen an Asian cowboy in Shanghai Noon or Shanghai Night hey but that was a Chris Tucker right uh no I meant Jackie Chan obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Chris <laughs> you know Chris Tucker he's, he's, uh... well was that who that was or was it Jet Lee I think it was I think it was Jackie Chan in the Shanghai movies, um, but I could be wrong. I haven't. I've only seen like excerpts of them from Comedy Central. Thanks. Shout out to Comedy Central. <laughs> Shout out um, to Comedy Central, real quick. This episode sponsored by Squ Squarespace. Uh, I don't know why I said. Squ I meant to say Comedy Central, then I just completely lost the thread of the joke. Continue. What were you saying, Kingsley? But I, um, I personally cannot think of a single image I've seen of a black woman riding a horse. So that is something to think about. Yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It's just like, like, like casting is fucked up, uh, and especially weird when you have to cast like when you're doing the casting yourself, and you're like you have to be really mindful mm -hmm. uh, of like. Of what you're putting in front of the screen, it's just, it's kind of like Prometheus giving mankind fire from the gods. It's almost like too, it's almost too powerful hmm. uh, for us. Like, and it creates parasocial relationships too. I mean, we didn't mention this with podcasting, but like this whole notion that you feel this familiarity with people because uh, you've seen them. Did you ever watch Different Strokes, Kingsley? Like the TV show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was an episode, a very special episode, where like, uh, it's all about like Arnold has like a creepy neighbor, and it's like kind of this. Oh right, like, right, right. Yeah, the molestation thing. Mm -hmm. That that ruined that guy's life. Yeah, the, the guy who played the neighbor, he could not get roles after that. He well. couldn't. He could. Be, no one that since that show was so big, and so popular. He could not really get booked because everyone thought of him as a, you know, as a creep. Well, he deserves it for and, what he did to those boys. All right, kids. I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but to add on to your thing, film does have a lot of um, our society's most prestigious perverts behind the scenes. Oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. I mean, yeah, creepazoids, power dynamics. There's like uh it's it's so hard to get into and everyone like you know people are willing to take less and take shady deals to make it work. It's uh it requires a lot the blood sacrifice. But once you take your seat on the god hand, you're set for life. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to betray all your friends. So yeah, I, I think it's I think it's too powerful for our brains and most people can't really handle like the implications of it mm -hmm. and uh yeah, we can't really control it very well. So for that, I will have to defy convention mm -hmm. in Plus Ultra and give it a seven. A s what? On the, <laughs> the scale goes to five, dude. A seven on the pain scale. This breaking of the rules is a betrayal of the trust between the both of us. And... As a result, I must add one more point to the pain scale of podcasting. This is dark. Oh, 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 dang. Okay. Wow. 
Oh, as I take out my ledger, my hand shakes. It trembles, and I, I throw down the mic to steady my hand, and I pull out the pencil uh, of truth, and I, and I change it. It is not something I do with uh, much pleasure, but I will do this. I will, I will honor you because uh, I have dishonored you. <laughs> I mean, despite my, you know, top ten anime betrayal that I just did to you, what is your what do, you, what do you think for film pain? Well, I guess if you if you um, went from uh, the prospect of uh, a creator, I'll tackle it from the prospect of a consumer. Like I said earlier, the invention of um, film and uh, the creation of, you know, good narrative films and uh, prestige television has completely eradicated oh, the God. need for books and other art forms. And um, <laughs> you're a heretic. As a result, you know. I'll have to bump it down one point from the five points I was going to give it on the pain scale because of, again, the no, monsters that's... who run <laughs> the interface. It's a four on the pain scale. You're going to give it a, a, a spite four when you, you know mean? it causes huh? it's a spite four. You're spiting books. I'm not spiting books. There's nothing spiteful about this. I'm just you, speaking you on hate my experience. Books. I never said I hated books. I just said <laughs> that they're less interesting than TV and films. Prestige TV. All right, a four. Sounds but, good. Would you read Mad Men if it was a novel? I can barely stay awake through Mad Men <laughs> as it is. Would you read? Would you read a book of The Sopranos? Oh God! It would be insufferable. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I feel like Mad Men is definitely like if there was like a book that was like take this prestige TV and turn it into like a book for high schoolers. Yeah, you'd have to like, read it in know, high school. It would be a it would be a huge oh, bummer. It'd be so. I feel terrible. like yeah, you would definitely have to read Mad Men. And like yeah, maybe like a decade ago, you'd read Sopranos because it's all about like masculinity post nine eleven. <laughs> Yeah, Dang, that's funny. Imagine <laughs> if The Wire was a series of poems. Nasty. Oh, no, no. No, no. No, it would definitely be a very thick novel told from many perspectives. Mm -mm. Oh, Can't goodness. It. Well, what about Joy? Oh, that's a... That's full points. No. Full five? Well, yeah. You said no. What 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 held you back? Well, I thought there are many times where I was watching a film or a TV show and I didn't enjoy mm -hmm. it. Um, for example, last week or yeah, I guess it was last week or a couple of weeks ago, as of this recording, on mm -hmm. a Zoom call, my friends and I watched the Bratz movie, and I really enjoyed it a whole I'm lot. So it was a great time. Um, I'm so jealous of you. I'm so jealous. Thank you. Duly noted. You um, gotta watch this freaking David Spade movie, bro. It'll give you. It will make you so happy. No, it won't. I hate David Spade. <laughs> anyway, see, that's the power of film. This guy could be a super nice guy, but you just said you hated him. Well, I hate eight his, points. His work, um, but except for Emperor's New Groove, I guess. But um. To add on to that, later in the day, I saw a movie called, um, oh man, what's this movie's name? Like Death Squad or Power? Hold Is on. it animated? No, it was a, um, it was a live action movie, Death Force. Um, mm. it was a black exploitation film from 1978. Oh, heck yeah. And I thought it was going to be a good time. Was, oh no! It was not a good Kingsley. time. It had all. everything: black exploitation and the enforced in the title. It was, no, it was a movie about a guy who got betrayed by two of his friends in Vietnam, mm -hmm. and then he was um, 
he washed up on a deserted island with two Japanese uh, guys, stragglers from World War II, and they taught this him sounds great so far. the ways of the samurai. Kingsley? And then he went to get revenge on the guys Kingsley? who betrayed him. <laughs> and they were, like, comically evil. And they, Kingsley, like, I'm peeking over here. And children. And Yo! It was, like, it was set up to be such a good movie. What happened? I have never seen a movie with a worse ending in my entire life. <laughs> what happened? Oh, oh okay. boy. So, essentially, he, um, the two guys that betrayed him, like, mm-hmm. went to America to become, like, crime bosses by, like, killing all the criminals and, ma- and extorting them. Mm-hmm. And so, uh... He comes in, he starts killing their underlings, and um, then a police officer comes up to him and he's like, well, he's paid off, the, they've played off the police, but I'll give you some information on what they're doing, because I think you're doing good work. Mm-hmm. And then he te- tells him where, like, the guy's, like, uh, stronghold is, where he's got his family. He's got a stronghold? Yeah. Perfect. So he comes in, and he whips out his katana and he like kills all those dudes and then he kills the main bad guy mm-hmm. and like he goes to hug his wife and his baby son and then the cop pops out of the bushes and shoots him in the chest and then it just cuts the credits yo uh, i don't know kings this movie might be great <laughs> also all the japanese people were played by white people i think so Oh, that's less that's less than stellar. <laughs> yeah, it was very much less than stellar. Dude, this movie kind of sounds amazing though. On paper, but the experience of watching it not good. Well, where would you watch it on? Um, it's on a streaming site called Tubi. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to have to look that one up. That yeah. one sounds tight. It sounds tight. It's not. <laughs> Um, well, ironically, the Bryce movie does not sound tight, even a little bit. I it's tight. I we're gonna that's a whole can of worms right there. What did you give film? Uh, I think I gave it a five because You're give it, it, five? Giveth, it giveth more than it taketh away. I will also give it a five because when it when it's when it works. It's just, uh, yeah, it, it, it does, you know, in, in the same way that it has negative effects due to uh, what we see and what we're getting hypnotized with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that hypnosis is for good. Like Disney Channel movies, like The Color of Friendship. Yeah. <laughs> or dogs playing basketball. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. We got one more. So, music. On the pain scale, you got to think about what has music done to people? You could argue that a lot of good has uh, come from music. It's uh, Mm -hmm. brought people together. It brings them joy. It causes them to dance. But have you ever listened to a Kiss record backwards? (laughs) It's a message from the devil. The devil himself. Lucifer. Satan. The Judeo-Christian one. And uh, I can't condone none of that. Also, we talked about powerful perverts in the film industry. It's some, mm-hmm. it's some real heavy hitters in the in the music industry. Legends, That's pretty evil. <laughs> legends of the game. Oh, I, oh boy. <laughs> um, and so, you know, think about all the times you had to listen to the national anthem. But really, you just wanted the game to start and maybe to put your cool hat back on because it's real sunny outside and the sun is getting in your eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Think about all the times you had to sing in in a, a choir and you didn't really want to sing. But yes, your yes. educator or your community leader was forcing you to do it. Oh, my goodness. So much so. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah. Music has caused me a great deal of pain. 
And for that, I must give it two stars. Two stars? That's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay. Most of my reasons were fake. <laughs> really, it's just like the pervert one, and I don't like to sing in a chorus. No, I, I agree. Uh, growing up, we were. It's weird how much you force children to. Uh, growing up, remember in elementary school we did this play for Black History Month. Do you remember that? Mm, no. We had there was certain parts where we had to sing from the perspective of oh, slaves. Wait, no, I do remember that now. It's coming back. Let me let me hum you a few bars real quick. Work. In the morning, work in the evening, work till the sun goes down. Body's weary, body's aching, something, something to the ground. All right, I changed my uh, number (laughs) to a five. Uh, It was a fucking jazz razzmatazz part. Five, just for having to hear you sing that work in the morning song. (laughs) Okay, fine. Yeah, being forced to sing stinks, but singing itself is cool. Uh, also, making beats is cool. The only annoying... I'm going to give music a three because, like you said, there's a lot of annoying people in the industry, creepazoids, but also it's another one of those things that's uh, unfortunately linked to like a celebrity factor and like mm-hmm. prestige and like you... It's hard to make money doing it without getting like famous or whatever or like i don't know there's this i mean not that's not necessarily true but like people think about fame and 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 like internet numbers and streaming and like you have to promote yourself mm-hmm. it's a it's a big pain so i'm gonna give it a three but i also i'm gonna i think i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a four no i'm gonna give it a five for the joy you know as far as the joy is concerned, I will also have to give it a five because, um, you know, Jaden Smith did put out that one good song, so I give it to him. Five points for music. Sorry. I, I, are you talking about that song Goku? No, I'm talking about Icon. Ooh. Well, have you listened to Goku? Have you heard Goku? Hmm. I can't recall. I feel like I'm- Go listen to Goku after this. That song's pretty fun. But Icon is also great. Dang. All right. Two good songs. Jaden Smith has two good songs. <laughs> All right. Kiza, give me just a sec to tabulate these numbers, and then we will see what is the most uh, positive medium and what is the most sinister medium. And then we'll decide the punishment. For the sinister, then we'll decide the reward for the for the good guy. Okay, let's put it into the time skip supercomputer, which was built in 1843, so <laughs> it takes a few minutes. <laughs> All right, one sec. How do you want to do this? You want to hear what's good or what's bad first? You want to start from most positive to most negative? Uh, let's, uh, let's go pause to neg. Okay. So we actually have a tie. Ah. With fine art and music in the, for the most neutral, for, ah. for slightly above neutral. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? All right. Next we have literature coming in second. Hmm. Surprising. Good book. Well, comic books, man. Uh, comic yeah. books they 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 really pulled a lot of weight <laughs> <laughs> then after that film ah i could have sworn film was gonna lose this thing but no i mean it's, it's lose it's, yeah i just thought the evil would outweigh the good but i guess oh, that's yeah. the case yeah all right next is podcasting in digital media and that's then, what i expected and then rounding up the most evil it's theater and live performance. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> it goes to show you that uh, a bad improv set is much worse than all the wars in the world. I think Bye. so. <laughs> Dang, dude. Well, we did it. This, yeah. this is this is definitive. This is going in time skip canon. This is an objective truth, and there's nothing subjective about what happened here. 
Yeah, we did the numbers. The supercomputer is never wrong. Music and fine art, what do they get as their as their reward, Kingsley? I think they get a $25 Toys R Us gift card and a trip <laughs> to Space Camp. Kingsley, does Toys R Us exist? They went bankrupt. They, Toys R Us didn't exist anymore. Okay, they can go to Toys R Us Japan. What? Well, let me ask you this. What about $25 gift card to Cheesecake? Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. They shouldn't go to a Cheesecake Factory right now. It's it's a bit rough oh, yeah. time. Well, not right now, but like once all this blows over. Hmm. Because you and I went, we had a blast. That was a good time. They gave you so many chicken tenders. Yeah. It was too many. It was too many. It was, and it was honestly, like a... no one should eat anything but the cheesecake in there. But yeah, I had the a good food is time not that in good. a vaguely Egyptian-themed restaurant. It's actually maybe the most cursed art is the inside of a cheesecake factory. Oh, wait, shit, Kingsley, weren't we, didn't, wasn't there like a miscellaneous category that we there just was, did and <laughs> this is it we're doing it right now we just didn't do it no we're oh doing well it. we're doing it right now in our description of the cheesecake factory's uh, uh aesthetics actually Very that first. is the most evil <laughs> that is the most evil that is the most heinous yeah uh what is the punishment for a bad life performance slash the cheesecake factory aesthetic um, I think that they should. <laughs> I think they should have to read the novelization of Mad Men that we talked about. I think they should definitely have to do that, and it should be a trilogy. But there's no really good places to break it up story wise. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, also they should have to self isolate for up to six months. Well, that's I, I guess. Are we Cheesecake Factory? Because that's where this is headed. Yeah, I think we're the Cheesecake Factory in this one, bud. Thanks for listening. You got anything uh, on the pipeline? Where can people find you on social media? Um, Quarry World Peace on all platforms. The Kings of Where Can They Find You? I'm uh, at Benevolent underscore King on Instagram. And um, that's the only place to look at me. So there you go follow us on twitter and uh instagram yes and facebook and send us an email at timeskippodcast at gmail.com till next time can you see you post timeskip What you call an icon living? Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Nylon, cover five minutes. Whoa, we are too hot in the business. About to make a movie independent. Need new trucks independent.